Welcome to CooperCast, Go Ask Al, episode 36. This is your host, Al's socket wrench, John Sachs. We talk about Wake Me, Shake Me at Monterey Pop, and the best version by the Blues Project, and a nice tribute to Danny Kalb. After each question, Nelly the dog chimes in. This one probably going to annoy the crap out of you, but I'm going to read it to you anyway, all right? Because we can just delete it, but... Dak, okay, I could use a laxative. Dak says, when I saw you on Monterey Pop doing your solo act, it hurt. Not that you weren't good, of course, but leaving the Blues Project to play without you and then playing Wake Me, Shake Me without them was tough to take. I read somewhere that you considered it the Blues Project's signature song. See what I mean. You see what, why I had... To- well, where... Uh, how can I say this? If you pull me out of the blues project yeah. completely, yeah. there's no wake me, shake me. Okay. Do you understand that? Yeah. Okay. On on my box set, uh, my unreleased box set. Right. Uh, I put the original version where I learned wake me, shake me from. Right which was from uh, a nightclub in New York called the Sweet Chariot, Mm. which was a gospel nightclub. And a whole bunch of us from the music business would go there because it was incredible. And they had a a house band, which consisted of... uh, 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 a gospel organist named Bobby Banks, who played, um, uh, as we say, as organists say, he played feet, which is he played with his feet. So uh, uh, true gospel organists uh, play bass with their feet. Right. And there's pedals on a Hammond organ to do that. That was way over my head. Yeah. You mean I have to play bass with my feet? How the hell do you do that? Yeah, Yeah, not a common thing for most white people. Hmm. And uh, although, you know, there were some great white people that did it. Hmm. uh, uh, But um, never uh, thought that it was possible for me to do it. Yeah. So I didn't even try and learn. It was enough to play left and right hand. Right. And where was I going? Wake Me, Shake Me. Wake Me, Shake Me. Would have been uh, a great one to do that with. So uh, so I had to play it for uh, the bass player from the uh, Blues Project. But by the time uh, we were famous... We played it way too fast. Oh, really? Yeah, so he couldn't play or, or had already uh, transcended the bass part from uh, okay. the original record. Okay. But I did put it on the, uh, my box set. So, in, really, in answer to his question, um, that you're, what to recap what you said is that without you, Blues Project couldn't really do a proper version of Wake Me, Shake Me. So it was... Well, I don't know about that. 
Well, you said there's no Wake Me, Shake Me without Al Cooper in it. I think well, it's, it's well. I mean, to know where I came, because I mean, I was replaced by a black guy who played uh, uh, keyboards in the band at, at uh, Monterey Pop. In fact, I didn't know that. So, yeah, who was that? I don't know his name. <laughs> oh, okay. Poor guy. Was he good? He was pretty good. Yeah. Oh. So anyway. Al did it because he wanted to do it upright. Right. What was the What was the question? Well, he was just saying that he he was really sad that you weren't with Blues Project anymore. So when you did Wake Me Shake Me on your own, it made him sadder because he wanted to see you do it with. He wanted you to be in the band still, and you weren't. Well, that's not true. No. No, there were uh, a bunch of shows I did with the Blues Project way after I wasn't in the Blues Project, and many of them are on video uh, and are common. Uh, uh, shows in the 80s, I believe. You're talking about reunion shows? Uh, yeah. Yeah, official reunions. When yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, and, and it was much later in my life. Right. So, you know. Well, he was just sitting there at Monterey Pop going, oh, I wish Al was still in the Blues Project. And at that well, moment, I, you Well, went, I did, and we yeah. did. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, in the 80s. When you did it together in the 80s, did you do it at the right speed that you felt it should be done? I have no idea. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, because um, I was, uh, you know, no one said to me, let's play it this fast. I counted it off. When you did those reunions, because yeah. we always said the Blues Project was largely Calp's band. Yes, it was. When you did the reunions, that was still the case? It was still Calp's band and you... Well, it's because I, I still respect Calp. Sure. Right. So, um, and when I watch uh, those old tapes, I mean, even the new old old tapes of us playing together, you yeah. know, from the from the 80s he plays magnificently yeah and uh and i watch and i go it's just incredible yeah it was it's one of those things where it's uh second nature to the person yeah he definitely didn't think about it mm -hmm. he just was so talented that mm. it just rolled out of his fingers mm. well it's very lovely. This little question about Wake Me, Shake Me has turned into a nice little piece with a tribute to the great Danny Kalb. That's very sweet. Well, I mean, when I think of Danny, yeah, uh, the thing that floors me the most in retrospect is uh, uh, our, our version of Two Trains Running, yeah, which I put on the box set, right. a, a live version, I think, from Central Park in New York. Hmm. Uh, you know, where we were playing for like 20,000 people. Yeah. And he was just unbelievable. Yeah. What what he could do. Yeah. And, um, and that song really showed him off to his best ability. Okay. Because it was him. He was driving the whole time. Yeah. Nobody else, you know, 
uh, had control of that song like he did. Yeah. And and uh, and it was it was always different, and it was always incredible. Yeah. It was his you know his masterpiece. Uh, and well. uh, and like I say, it's on the box set. My my favorite version that but it, was recorded. But it's also out there. So the first thing I'm going to do when I leave here today is go listen to two trains running from the Central Park. That's that's a CD that's available, I believe. Well, uh, I doubt it, but it's very possible. Uh, <clears throat> it was uh, uh, live at Central Park, mm-hmm. Booth Project live at Central Park, but it was on MCA Records because I had my own label then called Sounds of the South. Right. And we we had regrouped. Yeah. And so we recorded the the, I think we played three shows at Central Park over a weekend. And I recorded it all, and I took the best of it and made a double album out of it. I'm sure it's gettable. It's either on YouTube or as we discussed. Oh, J- Japan. Japan. For sure. Yeah, okay. But that's, that's my favorite Booze Project album because we were at our best. Right. 